Okay, so I have I have this um, uh, I guess philosophy when it comes to work-life balance, and that's that you can't do anything um, you can't do anything extraordinary by being ordinary, right? Okay. Like, <clears throat> and I know that a lot of what I the the way that I see my work in the industry mm-hmm. is informed kind of by you know my my own experience and my own philosophies on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a lot of ways, I, I feel like if I'm not working myself to death, you know, <laughs> if I feel like if I, if I'm not working myself to death, I feel like something's wrong. Like I, I can't, um, I would definitely, I've seen that to be true in you. Sometimes so, it's not so, a good thing. So why, what do you think that is? Do you think it's because you think that if you're not working yourself to death, then you don't deserve, or then you don't, then you're not, then you're not actually earning whatever it is that you're earning. So there's this guy, his name's Marco Pierre White. He's a chef, right? Okay. And uh, he put it the best way possible. When I heard him say it, I was like, I totally understand what he, what he, what he means. And that's, he's, he says that uh, a chef, uh, a chef with, a, with three Michelin stars, right? Like the highest mm-hmm. possible accolade for a chef that has the, the three stars, but isn't behind the stove is living a lie. Someone like Gordon Ramsay, Mm-hmm. that has three stars and has many restaurants around the world and um, you know and is a very very successful chef right he's not always behind the stove he's, u- he's usually not he's usually not behind the stove um, so he I guess he, he made it he made it um, clear that he's about the work his his own like you know dedication to the work um of crafting, you know, perfect dishes and stuff. And and he I guess his own personal conviction on it is that, you know, I can't I can't take the acclaim uh and not be the one that's making the dishes, right? Yeah. Or 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 involved in a lot of process. So it's interesting because you and me do video business very differently. Yeah. So like you have zero to one person helping you edit and doing all your stuff. Well, I have a team of now three, uh, four. Yeah. I just added my fourth person, yeah. and to be more efficient because of my goals in my business. Right. And also because you know I don't like to edit as much as you do. Right. <laughs> and, you know. Well, and it's funny. Um, so and and just FYI, like for anyone that's watching slash listening, I've I learned a lot from Tim as far as you know having uh, systems in place um, I'm you gonna know. be implemented <laughs> uh, quite a, actually you'd be surprised um, okay okay you Good. know but uh, I think that's super important you know I'm definitely not advocating for uh, inefficiency good but um, you know but we definitely you say we definitely are different so let me let me turn the question around actually um, what is it about your career that fulfills you the most that allows to, that allows for you to you know to scale your team out and, and to mm-hmm. you know to grow it in, in the way that again it, it gets the job done for you but also satisfies you know that the impulse yeah so with those two big points of gets the job done and satisfies gets the job done for me and my and my customer one of my big things is um, I would like to obviously make more money with my videos yeah. and so you can do that do that by two ways one you increase your price per job mm-hmm. let's say you can only handle four jobs a month or eight jobs a month yeah the second way is you can increase the number of jobs you do and then you could make more by obviously if you could do 15 or 20 jobs a month that's not a problem 
and I've definitely gone the latter one. A big part of that is how how I live and how I want to live. Like I want to stay in Tacoma. I don't want to be driving to Seattle Bellevue all the time. I do I do still a fair amount of the time, but I don't want to be doing that for every single job. Yeah, because I don't want to be in that traffic all the time. You know that right. that's not part of life I want. So in order for me to reach the income goal that I want to reach. I have to then figure out ways to increase my scale. And my most enjoyable times of the whole video process, so like, you know, I make videos and, and so video is this whole big thing and it's yeah. and it's awesome. But like there are there are, if I put on like a, a graph like things about video I enjoy a lot and things I don't. I mean like shooting is like, you know, eight or nine out of ten. And color grading, which I it depends on the project I jump in and do it or not, is like, you know, six or seven out of ten. Yeah. You know, um, just straight up editing, very low. If I could tell someone else how to do it and they get there a slightly different way than me, that's great. Yeah. Um, any of the really minutiae stuff is super, super low. Audio work is super, super low. Yeah. So those I ship out to other people and I had to learn them myself and I record videos. And like, for example, this this other person I brought on, the fourth person, I mean, I had to stay up late training them. And then they did their first project and they made a lot of mistakes. And so I had to go back and then fix them some more. So right now, he is that person is more of a time suck, but I know, give it a few more days, yeah. a few more projects through there, and then he'll become neutral, and then he'll become a great positive, and hopefully make it so that I could do about a video in post-production on my uh, with my time mm-hmm. of about 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah, That's my goal is in post, and after I shoot it, boom, for post-production, 15 to 30 minutes of my time, yeah. and the project is done. So, so that's that's how I'm taking my favorite parts of the goal, which is showing the client, and the shooting. You know, those are my those are those are my peaks. Yeah. And then I circled all my non-peaks and like, okay, how can I get those to other people? And also with my sales, I'm not going to sales, so I'm trying to partner with more ad agencies because that's another weak area of mine. And so I'm just trying to double down on my strengths and yeah. trying to outsource my weaknesses. That's interesting. Yeah, it's like we we are like two sides of the same coin. I think you know because. Um, I uh, I feel like I'm proficient and I love the sales process mm-hmm. and uh, I'm always in sales mode, which allows me to, um, you know, which allows me to to sort of dictate the the amount of work that I, that is coming in and stuff. Absolutely, like, that's something that I feel like I'm fortunate to have. Like I have a good sales process. I have I have a good um, idea of my sales cycle. Like uh, uh, I I know, you know, with a certain amount of um, you know, uh, of confidence, uh, who, which one of my prospects is going to turn into a client. And, and, and also my creative process with each project happens so early on in the sale that, um, you know, just, uh, I don't think that I'm going to, you know, uh, like assure the the project from beginning to end myself forever but at least you know uh, for the time being you know since i started on on my own completely mm-hmm. um you know again since the the creative process happened so early it's hard to communicate a lot of those things um uh, you know a, a lot of the, the 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 details i think you know like the some some of the some of the things that some of the factors that make my work i think you know my work right this is going to sound extremely egotistical to say. Dude, you could totally teach someone to do like 99% I, of your style. I, I believe, you, could totally you know what, that. I believe I believe I could. You know what, you're right. You're actually, you're actually absolutely right. Uh, the, thing, the things that are standing between me and, and being able to do that right now is just time and capital. That's really the only thing. Like if I had... Capital's not that bad. Well, I, I don't... You do it the way that I do it. 
that's like a whole con- that's a whole conversation in and of itself because uh, I mean, is, do you, do you do you make it pretty public like how you how you do that stuff? Is, is uh, that no, I have a team. Yeah, okay. I, have, I have a team that I work with, and I think that that's great. Yeah, I I tried something similar. I tried outsourcing. Um, I mean, you, you know this. I tried okay. outsourcing for yeah. for a little while, and it, I th- think that it. Yes, I could see that over time it it could uh, it could definitely you know become um, more of a, it it could become something that I could easily rely on to do things my way right mm-hmm. um but again i just uh right now f- business wise for my business that is less than a year old um e- even though i have i got my first editor when i have four months actually six months so okay so you got your first editor at six months yeah. and then you um you kind of like um well hold on when was this this was April. I started my business in November 2016. 2016. April 2017, I got okay. my first editor. But but I promise you that things have changed since then. What do you uh, mean? Like, so outsourcing outsourcing to, uh, let's say, for instance, like India or Philippines or, or, or mm-hmm. you know, wherever, wherever else. Wherever. Um, I, there's only, there are only so many people that can do a job like this out there. There has to be like uh, I think I I've think had that, no problem in finding I think good people. I feel like you had no problem finding good people, but I, but I feel like it's also I've like lucky three or four times. What what I what I should say is, um, what I should say is, I don't I don't think that it's um, uh, I think everyone has a different trajectory. You know what I mean? You mean every editor or four every, or four? no? Just everyone in general. Okay. I feel like everyone everyone has a different path, by, okay. you know, by which they they go, right? Because because mm-hmm. I could also I could also say, for example, like you know, my uh, if I'm good at sales or creative, mm-hmm. it's because of certain factors that you know that um, I can easily replicate or I can easily teach or I can point someone to do right. But um, but in the post production side of things, I uh, I've like discovered that it's it's a factor that i need to really take my time doing in a way that is organic and makes and makes sense to my business and and what i i think what i did early on and partly because like you know coming from a good place like being influenced by by your by your system by your business uh i see that it works i see that it can work i feel like i had a taste of it um but i i feel like i was trying to rush into it yeah, well, and, and also, yeah, I mean, you did things I, I, I wouldn't have done that we talked about, that we talked about with, with that. Um, oh, okay. Like, like, yes. like as, far as, as far as hiring a company hiring versus a company hiring versus an hiring individual. individual. Yeah, that's right. Because then you get to train that individual and, and you right. have them watch all your videos. Because that, that's my first editor who was with me for over two years. Yeah. He watched a lot of my videos mm-hmm. and then he did my style for a little while then all yeah. of a sudden he started adding other things and I and certain things I liked yeah and certain things I didn't like and then so I mean like like my my edited projects now I can do them it just take me a very very long time um, to where like that's why I'm, I'm trying and to separate separate anything that's outsourceable yeah I'm trying to outsource and um, and most things are I feel like most things oh, except for huh. the shooting is uh, and even the shooting can be outsourced to like a local company for instance yeah, you know yeah. could, it could be mm-hmm. um, what I what I want to do and it's like um, again I, I feel like it's um, it makes sense for me and my business in the way things are going that um, over time uh, I'll be you know I'll hire someone but I think that the biggest the, the biggest difference that that I have is that 
uh, and it's not it's not it's not in any way that I disapprove of it or anything but I like having someone local like like in in that that I can sit like just like you and I are like we, I can sit with and and I can and I can chat with the reason being okay it's just I love I just love being with a person and well well and and it's de- and it's definitely nice and there are definitely challenges with going fully remote yes. however are you willing to pay that difference so uh, what yes because um i think that editing for me is usually five percent of project cost well in the current industry um could i hire someone at 50 to 75 dollars an hour you know to uh to be a dedicated editor absolutely not i don't think most video companies could no um but i uh i'm making a prediction that in the next three years Mm -hmm. because of outsourcing and because of what's happening to our global economy i think that i I see a future in which video editing is going to be computer as commonplace as a barista job Hmm. and and the reason being is again why is it why is it so readily available in third world countries it's not because you have to be an artist. It's not because you have to be creative. It's because all, all you really need is a tool. I mean, you still have to know how to use the tool. I mean, I still, I still definitely do, and this is something also you didn't do when you hired yours, um, is I do research on my people to make sure they're actually going to be good. Yes, but, but see, but here's, here's the thing is that um, what, constant, what, what makes someone good, we should have budgeted a lot more time for this. <laughs> yes. what, what, what makes someone good is experience, right? experience and maybe the type of tool that you're using i mean i mean there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be like skill talent there's, there's gonna be a whole lot it, 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 will, it will make sure sure talent. I, I only care that they are good I don't, I don't care how they got there well but here's the deal like if, if you've been if you've been editing even for five years mm-hmm. let's just say you've been editing for five years or even three years right if you've been editing for three years then you probably know how to edit just as well as you know someone that's been doing it for 10 years because the the as far as as far as the mechanics yes but i mean i choose my editors based on basically their voice and and i i when i will go and research my editors Mm -hmm. i look to see are they cutting for emotion yes okay i see what you're saying yeah and and so again key super key uh but the, the thing that is, and I, again, this is purely theoretical for me, <laughs> but I just can't, ima- I can't imagine it going any other way because look at how many, I mean, you, you look, at, look at how many people right now mm-hmm. are uh, doing their own taxes online. Yeah, that's true. Look at how many people are, you know, doing things that have been simplified to the degree. I think Andy has like 10 years, at least. Well, I don't know, man. It's, I think that so many, well, so uh, Final Cut X... Mm-hmm. Final Cut X has shown us that anybody can edit. Anybody. Anybody. You should check out a program called uh, DaVinci Resolve. It has a lot of features of Final <laughs> yeah. Cut X and the cut, and the cut page, actually. Well, yes. <laughs> no, no, but but like, what, what I'm saying, though, is that, like, you know, my, my, little, my nephew, my little nephew, who mm-hmm. is, uh, he is 10 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, he's already editing, you know, his videos for YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the average... 15 year old knows how to use video editing to some degree yeah but i mean it's like playing the piano versus actually playing the song you know it's fun well, for notes but but so back to let's because we only got like one and a half minutes here how how 
how do you balance the work life? So I balance work life balance by adding by adding more people on my yeah. team, so I have more hours in the day. Yeah. So I do have, I can choose to take weekends off if I want to, or do other things. I mean, I've definitely felt not going sixty hours a week at least right now for the past little bit, even when I'm busy, because if my team is all humming along and they're all doing their thing, I'm able to kind of manage that, and it's really nice to be able to, you know, do other things. Um, I, I'm i with my family one day of the week, mm-hmm. fully disconnected from everything. So I'm, I like to give them my 100% when I'm, at, when I'm with them on Sundays, mm-hmm. and usually Saturday evenings. Mm. Um, but during the week... During the week, I um, I'll typically be home, you know, like at like eight or nine p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just kind of the norm. Sometimes later. Yeah, but know? I mean, but but you, if you wanted to, I mean, and, and this is the thing. Ultimately, so the the takeaway with work life balance is, yeah. it has to work for you. Yes. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's I I feel that's like the big, that's that's the biggest thing because because yeah. your situation would drive me crazy. Well. Oh, by the way, editor just picked up a project. Had a project <laughs> available, and she just picked it up. Um, I uh, she has three r- days. Right now, I'm on my editing. Sc- I have an editing schedule. I'm sure you do. Which, uh, which is uh, is relatively new, and it's working out pretty well Good. so far. And um, well, and it's mainly again, and and I think that's also the, the biggest difference between the two of us. I love editing. That's true. I do not. I freaking love to edit, dude. I to me, it's like cooking. I'm in there, dude. I get in my zone. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and, I've and, seen it. I've seen and it. And I, I hear from clients, too. I hear from my clients, and they're like, well, they can tell when I edited something and someone else edited something. Even if someone edited, even if someone prepped something for me and I edited, like, someone line edits for me and stuff, um, a lot of times, like, I'll get someone that'll prep something for me, and I will just, like, almost start from scratch because it's just like, no, this is, th- this, is, uh, this is just not how I would have approached oh. it to begin with. Ultimately, I've had that. I've had that feeling before. Ultimately, they can't tell. It. it I. I. I understand. Yeah, I understand. Um, are we out of time? We are out of time. Damn it, we're out of time. Okay, <laughs> to be to be continued. Yes, to be continued. We gotta go. Yeah. watch a movie. Yeah, nineteen seventeen. Okay, here. So see you. <laughs> All right, Bye, let's get out.